welcome to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which uncovers what it really looks like to run a business, show up online and do your own thing. If we haven't been introduced before, hello, my name's Alice, I'm a digital marketing coach based in the UK and I'm also the host of this podcast. There's nothing I enjoy more than talking about the often unspoken sides of being an entrepreneur and sitting down in conversation with others who get it. We all know that running a business and being self-employed can usually be a lonely and consuming experience. So it's my intention that these episodes bring a bit of encouragement and community to what you're doing. In today's episode, I'll be sharing the techniques I'll be using over the Christmas period to break up with my phone. So if you're ready to be reminded that you're not the only one with a shameful phone addiction, but also discover some simple ways to step back from it, then keep on listening. Well, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to what you might have guessed from the title of today's episode or for listening to the other episode out today, that this is the second of two bonus episodes being released today, all around the topic of taking time off over Christmas and giving yourself rest during the break. I'd encourage you before listening to this one, if this is the first one you're listening to, go and have a listen to bonus episode number one because it really feeds into today's topic. But in this episode, I'm gonna be sharing how we can step back from our phone whilst we're stepping back from our work. Oh my gosh, do I find my phone a really hard thing to tackle. A couple of months ago, I tried an experiment on my Instagram where I was trying to halve my phone time. And if you follow me, you might have noticed that I just stopped talking about the experiment by Wednesday of the week that I was doing it because I just completely failed and was actually quite overwhelmed by the fact that I just didn't feel like I could get a handle on it. I find my phone something really difficult to navigate. My work is so online. I can literally do everything, pretty much everything, Yeah, I can do everything from my phone that is kind of comes under that umbrella of work. So it can be really hard to consciously step back from that when it's so accessible to me. And I'm really conscious when I'm thinking about taking time off over Christmas that my phone will probably be a bit of a weakness for me. It'll be the one way that I think I'll slip back into work and get back into that mindset. So as I'm on a break from work, I'm going to really focus on lessening my lessening. Is that even a word? I'm gonna focus on reducing my phone usage and hope that if I really get into good patterns and good habits whilst I'm off of work, when I step back into work in January, I'm really hoping that I can take those with me and continue them because I really do still wanna focus on reducing my phone usage whilst I'm working, but quite frankly, it's not something that I've ever been able to master quite yet. So these tips are obviously relevant for the everyday, but focused on really using it whilst you're um, taking time off work and doing that, but I mean, these are relevant for any time. They're all pretty generic. So starting with the first one, which is a bit of a scary one and one that I didn't wanna do, and I still feel a bit nervous every time I go to this section of my phone, is to track your usage. I always believe that if you wanna tackle something, you've gotta start by coming to terms with where your starting point is. I have it integrated on my iPhone. You can just, I think you just put it in settings so that every time I unlock my phone, it comes up telling me how long I've been on it that day. It gives me a weekly average. It tells me how many hours I've spent on apps, which let me tell you, Instagram is a shameful number. And as much as that number that I first was seeing, which for me is around seven hours, which I know is horrible, but I guess I justify it with the fact that I work on my phone, but yeah, when I see that number of seven or eight or nine hours, I do feel a bit sick and I do feel a bit shocked and everything in me is like, oh my gosh, that is awful. But I just find it a really hard thing to tackle because I'm like, well, practically, how do I stop being on my phone? Because it's such a tool for me within my business. So hence why I'm focusing on lessening my phone whilst I'm not working in the hope that I can get some habits in place to take into 2019 with me. So I'd really encourage you, if you have an iPhone, it's built in. I think you just have to like, 
say yes to it in the settings or if you've got any other phone there's a ton of apps you can download which are going to show you what your usage is it's probably going to terrify you i have always been tempted to turn it off on my phone but the fact that it makes me so uncomfortable is the reason that i've got it because i think we do sometimes have to come to terms with our starting point to work our way from there and obviously when you're beginning to implement these things it's quite nice to be able to look at the improvement you've made and they show you little graphs and you can be like oh wow look at me i've done something good congrats to me so the first tip for really lowering your phone usage is to set intention when you go on it. Now this is one that I didn't really think of doing but when I was having a conversation with a friend about this they just told me that I mean and it felt very true for me that they'll go on their phone to you know check an email or send a text and then they'll fall down a rabbit hole of Instagram or of Twitter or of YouTube or of Netflix and it's all just downhill from there. I think it, we'd probably be concerned how long we often spend mindlessly scrolling on our phones, not really taking anything in or getting anything from it, but just mindlessly scrolling. So now I try every single time I go on my phone to set an intention of what I'm going to do with it. If I find myself just reaching for it and I can't tell myself why I'm doing that or if the reason is like, I'm just going to check how that Instagram post is doing or... I'm just gonna see if there's anything new in my inbox, I don't do it. I ensure that every time I unlock my phone, I've got a reason to do so and something that I'm gonna go straight to do and then shut my phone after doing that thing. And what that's helped me with is just to become so much more conscious of my phone usage and also just to give myself that moment to think before I slip into it. I think our phones are so accessible and they're kind of attached to our hands so much that we don't even necessarily realise how attached we are to them. So actually to put in a layer of consciousness before you start scrolling and before you unlock it will definitely help you to just consider like, hey, do I want to go on my phone for 20 minutes and scroll mindlessly right now? Okay, no, I don't. Fine, I'll put it down. My other tip for you, which people say a lot and I kind of roll my eyes at, but genuinely does help, is to set, no, I've already said that one, is to sleep without it. I know it sounds cliche, I know that so many people say it, and trust me, I thought it was a bit ridiculous when everyone said it too, but then I tried it and I have not gone back since. I leave my phone at my desk every single night. I have bought an alarm clock. I know, I didn't actually think they worked, but or I didn't know they were still a thing, but I went to Tesco and I bought myself an alarm clock and I fall asleep after reading a book and I don't look at my phone if I wake up in the night and can't sleep. And I wake up in the morning and I get straight out of bed because I haven't got a phone to scroll through. And it has just genuinely transformed not just my relationship with my phone, but also my sleep. I actually really struggle to sleep. It's not something I talk a ton about online because I hate being that like whiny person. But I think when we're business owners, our minds are so consumed all the time, it can be really hard to sleep. If I wake up at 2am with an idea for something or I feel an urgency to do that piece of work, if my phone's there, there's no reason for me not to slip into that and do that. I've often um, found myself sleeping with my laptop next to me because I wake up throughout the night to get little bits of work done or suddenly feel anxious at 4am because I didn't send that email and then I'll just jump up to get it done. And what that's done for me is really built a relationship with sleep which is kind of centered around my phone and centered around technology. So having a proper alarm clock, taking my phone away from my bedroom has genuinely made such a difference. It's helped me to sleep better, it's given me such a better relationship with going to bed and actually staying in bed and staying asleep when I wake up in the night. There's not a choice to scroll through Instagram or get distracted by something. I just have to, you know, lay there and wait to go back to sleep. And it's also helped me in terms of my productivity because I manage so much more time to read. I absolutely love reading, but it's one of those things that I always wish I could do more of. So not having my phone there in the evenings and the mornings really helps with that habit and kind of enables me to do that and create a bit more time for my head as well. And it's also just given me space in the mornings to A, get up as soon as I need to get up because <laughs> sometimes I scroll for 20 minutes and then realize that I'm late getting up. 
but it also just helps me to start the day in the right way. Before I would start the day, open up my emails, open up Instagram, open up every single other app that is connected to work and check where everything was at. That was such an intense way to start my day. It was like 6 a.m. and I was already like knee deep in work and to-do lists and things that needed to get done. So instantly my day started frantically and feeling like I needed to do stuff and feeling like there was a responsibility on me. But now I start my day at my own pace. I have no clue what's going on on my phone or on my emails because quite frankly, everybody, nothing is ever as urgent as it seems in the moment when we read it. And I just go at my own pace. I give myself space before I dive into work. I don't instantly jump in at 6am because the reality is if we do that, we probably end up jumping into work at 6am on our phones and then jumping out of work at about 10pm or 11pm also on our phones. I think our phones disrupt us having boundaries with our work, which is one of the reasons why I've loved sleeping without it, because it's helped me to have better evenings and better mornings without my phone and just be a lot more conscious and intentional about giving myself space to get up in the morning and give myself a morning routine and feel in the right mindset before jumping into work. My other tip for you is to harness the stuff that is on your phone and the settings that you have to make it less attractive. I always find it easy to just, like I've already said, slip into work. A notification comes up for my email, I'll check it, and then half an hour later, I'm like knee deep in some weird like Twitter thread that I have no clue how I got into, but I definitely don't wanna get out of because it's weirdly addicting. So for me, the more that I can do that almost goes a step ahead of me and doesn't even let me see those things definitely helps. There's three main things that I do. The first is I turn off notifications. So I have constant do not disturb on my phone, which means that any text, any notification, any phone call doesn't come through. I have it set that kind of my favorites, which is basically like my clients and my family, if they ring me, it comes through, but anyone else has to ring me twice before I hear their phone call, which quite frankly is quite revolutionary because I hate phone calls. Um, And also means that any notifications don't pop up at me, but to find notifications, I have to click on my phone and search them out, which has genuinely helped so much because my phone doesn't flash at me, my phone doesn't kind of call me in, but I have to intentionally go to it when I wanna find something. One of the other things that I do is hide my tempting slash work focused apps. So I have a folder on my phone that is labeled nine to five, which I mean, I don't actually work nine to five, but in my head, it's like, okay, nine to five, those are the work apps. So even things like Instagram is in there, Facebook is in there because there's so many apps that we probably wouldn't see as work, but do slip us into that mindset. So all those apps are in that folder and they're on the second page of my phone. So I don't see them when I unlock it and I really have to consciously go and find them out. Again, it's just adding another layer of consciousness to me kind of working with my phone so that I'm not tempted to jump straight in or I don't kind of subconsciously just slip into scrolling or getting into work mode. The last thing that I do, which I actually really love and is probably the biggest game changer in making my phone less attractive is in setting my screen to grayscale. Now, I don't know if you can do this on Android, but you can definitely do it on iPhone and it literally just sets your screen to black and white. And you would be so surprised how well that makes your phone just instantly less interesting. There's no color, there's no excitement, there's nothing to grab your eye and it makes your phone a lot more functional. So what I generally do in my work hours is set my phone to grayscale use it for that function because it helps me to kind of strip back the stuff that isn't actually very necessary or the entertainment apps that actually are there just to distract me and use it in a much more functional way. So all three of those settings, all three of those things that I do on my phone almost go a step ahead of me so that in the moment, if I'm feeling like I want to work or I'm feeling like I want to slip into something, it adds different layers of consciousness. Consciousness is? Conscious. 
it adds layers of consciousness, I think that's the phrase, so that I don't end up slipping into that and almost so that I'm a step ahead of myself in stopping myself from slipping back into work. So those are some tips for whilst you're taking time off of work, whether you're taking like a full break or you're just stepping back, to really break up with your phone whilst you're doing that. I think for us, phones are an incredible tool, don't get me wrong. The reason that I spend hours a day on my phone is because it is so effective in running my business and keeping me connected to what I do. But in the same breath, it can be a real negative when it comes to trying to rest and trying to create boundaries. So I hope you can take something from this episode, which is going to help you to really get a better relationship with your phone, not just over the Christmas period and not just when you're taking a break, but also just in general. Like I said, I'm going to try and implement these things and keep my phone usage down when I step back into work in the new year. So I will be sure to to update you on that but yes I hope you found this episode useful and the other bonus episode that's out as well do go and have a listen to that if you haven't already it's just giving some practical tips on how to make time off in your business a reality and how to plan for it and just make it work I'll be back on Thursday this week which is my last day of work and I cannot wait with the final episode of 2019 sharing the truths that my business has taught me this year I'm really excited to share those with you they're quite personal quite kind of reflective and it was actually really fun to sit down and think about this year in that sense so yeah I hope you're having a great week I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will be back on Thursday